0: This podcast is sponsored by Dollar Iwell Activate your own ego with Dollar Iwell and start seeing life through a different set of lenses. Shop DollarLawwell.com. Tell them Demetrius Lee and Angela Lee in the Lee Life Experience Podcast sent you. Thank you.
1: You are tuning in to the Lee Life Experiences, and we are your hosts, Angie and Demetrius Lee. All right, Demetrius,
0: how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Good day. Got me a good workout this morning. Got me got fed through church. Everything going well for me today. All right. So what's the topic for today? The topic of the day is uh, you don't need yes people in your life, but you do need no people in your life. And further this go, I'll explain what I'm talking about. I know it's going to make sense, make good sense what I'm saying right now, but when I get through talking about it, it's going to make real good sense to you.
1: All right. So to those who may not know um, what a yes person is or how to identify if the people they are surrounded with are yes people, uh, we need to at least give the definition of a yes person <laughs> and why they need some no people in their circular influence. Okay, well, I, I
0: so started it. How do you define a yes person? A yes person is defined to me is a person that he's he he or she agrees with you. They know you're wrong, but they go along with you in a way. They keep the friendship. They don't want to make you mad. So they're doing the thing. Do. And some of them, that's one case. And sometimes they go along with you. Cut them once so you make a fool out yourself. And then walk behind your back and talk about how crazy you are. You know, tell them how dumb you are. They talk about you behind your back. So a yes person is somebody who agrees with you, but they know you're wrong, but they agree with you.
1: Okay. Yes. Well, when I looked up the definition of a yes person, I'm going to be looking to um, my my iPad for a minute. And it says, yes, people, they refer to individuals in your circle of influence who constantly affirm or agree everything without providing you constructive criticism or challenging viewpoints. They may lack independent thinking and tend to prioritize maintaining harmony over offering Mm -hmm. uh, honest feedback. Here are a few examples. The enabler, that's the person who always supports your decision and action, even if you might not, even if it might not be in your best interest. They are hesitant to give you a choice <clears throat> or an alternative perspective. And then it's the passive observer. This person remains silent in all discussions and requires endpoint on different difficult viewpoints, but they choose to not voice their opinion in order to keep peace and avoid confrontation, even if they have perspective. So it's important to identify the diverse perspective and construct the criticism in your circle or the circle of influence. So my thing is how you can be able to and then uh, a third one was being able to praise and seek validation in return. And I'm gonna my examples of these yes people, a lot of people that you see in prison is because they had yes people around. That would be my prime example of people that even though they were surrounded by people, nobody could you know say it in the ear, nobody said anything. Um, I watch crime TV, Demetrius, you do as well. How many times do people think they can get away with the crime and the other person sometimes get charged who didn't do anything, get charged more uh, with a more lengthy crime sentence than the person who actually pulled the trigger, did the stabbing, did the robbing, um, because they were one of these yes people. They just went along with it without even um, what's in their viewpoint.
0: I'm gonna start my eyes out with yes, people. I want to. That's a good example you made, Angela. But you know, I'm gonna first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I have been a yes person. I have told people stuff. I know that's wrong, but I went along with them. And I did it for two reasons. One reason I did it because I didn't want to make them mad at me. Another reason I did it, I just didn't care. I mean, it's like. That's your life. You want to do it. I go along with you. That's what you want to do. But I ain't going along with you. That's what you gonna do. But I was wrong for that. You can't. You can't do people like that. You have got to be honest with people. When people are going through relationship problem with their wife, their husband, you got to tell them the truth. I mean, I've been in a situation with my friends, and uh, well, I'm gonna use me first. I'm gonna use my example first, by myself, mm-hmm. because that's the best way to start with me first. I have when I was married to Angela, I had got mad one time and she made me mad and I told him, I got a good mind. It takes some looking throwing them. They said so she talked that gentleman I'm throw a look on her face. Now the whole time when I say that, I know I was wrong. Now I want y'all realize now hold I was in my 20s, early 20s, so give me a pass. I don't think that way now, but I was wrong. But I had a couple of friends of mine. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, Tick, that's my nickname back then. I don't blame you. Thought in no faith. That's what she deserved. And at the time, of course, I didn't do that now. I didn't do that. But what I thought about said, this chuckle trying to get me to go to jail. But I know I say it. I wouldn't expect him for action to tell me that, to be that person to say, go ahead and do it. But I and that's when my, my flag, my red flags, and my head started going off, I say, when I'm talking food, talk to people. And I started doing just try people to see how they're going to come off of me. I say crazy to talk to them and see how they're going to respond to it. And most of the people that I dealt with, they agree with me. I, either at least they want to be my friend or they want to see me get in trouble. One of the two. But I learned from that. Doing lifetime experience. So I ain't no yes person. I'm the no person. Now the other side of the flip side is now I've been around my friend. That say crazy stuff to me about what they're going to do with their wife they're going to commit adultery cheat she ain't having sex with him you know and i tell him no man don't do that, that then any the way to go it's a better way around that talk to her man pray about it i ain't pushing to go out there and make a rational decision I wanted to think about it. Cause, you know, I know if he did that, that's the devil talking to him. Trying to get that man to do that. I have been around women going to tell me that they're going to cheat on their husband. And I tell them, no, nah, I don't do that. That's wrong. I know he made you mad. He did all this, he said these safety bad things. I know you think he's cheating on you, but you don't do that. Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't do tip for tap. Cause, hey, you can't, you ain't no better than he or she is. So you got to you got the wahoo you got in your circle. Right now, me, I just got a small circle. I got a very small circle. But you got a big circle, and you got these people around you, dang, your friends, they're trying to, they're trying to get you to go out there, make a fool at yourself. They need you for entertainment. Most of you when you're dealing with people, some of them look at, look at you like entertainment. And I was entertainment one time. I was young. I did crazy stuff. I say things, act a fool, and they put the gas on me. But that was the joke of the time i was in entertainment i ain't nobody entertainment no more you ain't been to go around going with your wife your girlfriend getting and pillow talk talk about me how i'm gonna fool out myself so that's my definition of a yes person best example not the best example i can give you but i'm giving you a good example so we know we're going with this podcast so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna turn it back over to angela cause i know she got a lot to say about it because she's been a lot of stuff herself and uh, so
1: i uh, I'm taking it that your question. is, have I had some um, yes people around me? Yes, I did. I um, had some yes people around me. But the thing is, you don't identify them. You know, it only comes with maturity and age. Do you realize, you know what? Some of the decisions that I made, they were influenced. All uh, the decisions that I made wasn't always self-provoking. And what I mean by that is, When I made the decision, and I'm not going to say cheating, the the cheating was, I was the ultimate um, carrier to that decision. Because, you know, you have two choices, a yes and a no, a right and a wrong. That's the the way. And it's either going to come out good or bad. So when I had the, um, the yes people around, I just noticed that. It was just like what well, they said, the enablers, or the observers. I guess I had a good a uh, lot of observers, too, that even when I went back, because a lot of us confided in our girlfriends or our so-called friends, and they didn't say anything. They didn't give me, you know. And I think even Demetrius when I had said, something, oh, my friends didn't tell me to cheat on you. It was like, well, Angie, they didn't tell you not to do it. <laughs> and that was just kind of like a profound uh you know, saying to me, like, why did he say that? But as I have grown, I know what he meant by that was, even though they knew what you were doing, nobody interjected. And I really do want to say one person did. And shout out to my um, girl, Red. She would not play my shenanigans. She didn't let me bring him. You know, She's like, Mm-mm, you married, you can't bring your No, nobody's coming. If it ain't your husband, you, you can't come. So I, um, at the time, you know, you kind of feel some type of way. And it still don't, you know, you're wondering, like, why would somebody have to tell you what you know was right from wrong? But then you have people who go along, you know, just go along with what you're doing and not try to correct you, you know. So I, I'm appreciative now. I'm appreciative of people on my job. I'm appreciative now that my circle, like Demetra said, our circle is very small. Now we're able to identify that when we um, misbehaving, or our, um, you know, kind of like having a, a devil on one side and an angel on the other side on your shoulders. You know, the devil going to tell you, mm-hmm, you know, it's going to be your hype girl or your hype boy. Mm-hmm, that person deserve it. Mm-hmm, go ahead and cuss them out. Yeah, go ahead and make that post on Facebook. Yeah, go ahead and do it. You know, just like an indirect post. People know who you're talking about. <laughs> but, of course, again, but, you know, when you think about it or if you run it by somebody who is a mutual person, when I'm saying mutual, or a mutual person or a neutral neutral person should be the word. They don't have anything to do with it, but they're gonna give you their best advice of either either party. Uh what my mother in law likes to say, they don't have a dog in a fight or they not, they don't gain any significant value for giving you their advice.
0: All right, Demetrian. Before I go in the follow, I want to thank. You. Dollar Iwell, This podcast is sponsored by Dollar Iwell. Activate your all the ego with Dollar Nilewell and start seeing life through a different set of lenses. Shop Dollar Nilewell and tell them Angela and Demetrius Lee sent you.
1: Hi, you are joining the episode of Lead Life Experiences, and I hope you have been enjoying it so far. Listen, I almost forgot. Do you have your phone? I need you to text me right now. Get your phone out and text me text me right now at 833-370-1608 and put relationship in the comment. I want to be able to give you a quick download on some relationships, issues, topics that you might be able to relate to or maybe you want to hear your relationship or your topic you know on the air of the lead life experiences and you want to get our perspective on how we would handle it so join us now text we waiting and guess what I can text you back all right
0: Demetrius where we going today all right still talking about the yes people okay I'm gonna pick about what you say a minute ago about the angel and the devil. Okay and that's a true statement and uh, what she was talking about, you got two people on side you, on each shoulder. You got the devil and you got an angel. Now, you pick your own friend. You got some friend, the devil, and some angel. You got to know, everybody know right from wrong. I do, you know, a child two or three years old learned that. So, these people you got around you, they're talking to you, you know, giving you this advice. It's like the devil and the angel. You know, you go to bed, and the devil tell you, "Hey, man, go ahead and call that girl, man. I'm telling you, man, she hot, man, she fine, she beautiful. So just call her, man. Just your wife ain't gonna know. She work third shift. Just ease out the when she go to ease out when she go to work. Soon as she get in the car and go to work, you ease out right behind her. And the angel over there, he'll say, "Now don't do that." Like you know that's wrong. You got a good wife. She loves you. Why would you do something like that? And the devil, and I didn't get to argument. You shut up. I'm telling you. You think about what I'm saying? I know I'm gonna hit a lot of people told, hit dog hollow. You got a lot of people out there who will have this podcast saying, who do you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Cause you real yes, people. You putting these bad ideas in your friends, hey, you know they're wrong, but you ain't trying to help these people stay in a marriage. It ain't got to be a matter I mean, you got people that own their job, have a problem with the boss, and your friend, you got a problem with the boss, man. First thing you tell your friend, man, that joke of getting on me, man. I should, you know, I should cuss him out. He don't talk to me like that. He don't know who I am. And your friend tell you, I don't blame you. Cuss him out. He, they're trying to get you fired. I know y'all who, who listen to this podcast have been through that situation like that. You got to know who you got around you. So the best example I can give you, not example, I'm, I'm gonna use another word, the best advice I can give you, get your circle small. Get you a small circle of friend. And, and right now, I don't really trust it. I got a group of friends I trust, like small circle, and my family. I know my mama is not gonna tell me nothing wrong. She don't agree with me. I can do but I can say things about people and tell what I'm gonna do. I know some mamas agree with some of the kids. My mama don't agree with me. She know I'm wrong. She won't tell me I'm wrong. That's what I, I'm at where I'm at now. She always corrects me on decision. And I'm right, she'll tell me I'm right. But I say I'm, I'm gonna do something, or tell my wife, I'm gonna tell her out, I'm gonna call her and cuss her out, I'm gonna cuss my friend out. She don't let me do that, Demetrius. That's wrong. And she know, so everybody needs something around them to give them good advice. And I'm giving you good advice right now. You listen to me talk. I'm going to get you right. You need some help. You call me. I'll help you. I ain't going to tell you. I ain't going to steal you wrong. If you're wrong, I'm going to tell you wrong. Get you better. take the, the criticism now. I'm going to lay it on you now. If you're right, I'll tell you right. But anything that sounds like it's evil, it? you know you're wrong. I really ain't got to tell you. You, you want to hurt somebody or cuss them out or stick a bird at them, I shouldn't tell you wrong. But you got a friend who tell you that right now, you listen to me. You got any friend who telling you to cuss your wife out or cuss your husband out or commit adultery or anything that you know is wrong, Your red flag and tell us to go off. You better get them people around you ASAP. Because I'm telling you, once you go down, all they're doing is going behind your back with their other friend. You know, yeah, I told something, I don't have food. He ain't nothing but a fool. Now, they're laughing at you. Now, you're entertainment. Now, you're the entertainment of the, the, the backyard under the tree where they're drinking their cold beer, smoking their marijuana, drinking their liquor, they're talking about you. You're at home. Think, yeah, I, I told her. They're laughing at you, man. They're laughing at you. So, I'm going to turn it back over to Angela because I know she got a lot to say with this, Him, you know? but I want y'all to listen to what that I'm telling you. When you in it by come to you and Terry agree with you and then know and you know you got a doubt that you could be wrong your antenna better go off. There's a motor behind it. Mm. I think
1: we um as you was talking it's like you know it's kind of like you know parent and discipline you know we don't want we don't want anybody to, do it. you know, at the time, even as a child, you don't want to be disciplined. That's why so many, you know, by the time they turn 16, they get emancipated because they don't want direction. They don't want to be, uh, they don't want to abide by the rules. And so they go to divorce their parents and being able to say, hey, I am grown enough and sound body mind enough to make my own decisions. So that's where the word emancipation came from because they don't, you know, want to abide by the rules and when, by anybody rules, even though you know people who love you, you have to, re- I always say, and I've been saying it a lot lately, it's not the message, it's the messenger. It's not the message. I can take the message. Bingo. <laughs> but it's always the messenger. So sometimes, and I'm saying this even in a marriage, even in relationships, even in family dynamics, um, even in the business world, it's not the messenger. How you say something and who is this coming from? Like, do this person really loves you? Are they going to tell you anything to hurt you? Or is it somebody who just want to kind of control you, be manipulative? So you have, like I said, it's a messenger. Because sometimes Demetrius can say something and I go somewhere else. And I was like, hey, I met this person. It don't always have to be, you know, male, female, business. And I come back and I say, Demetrius, let me tell you what he said. He said, oh, don't tell me nothing. Don't tell me nothing because I've been told you you was able to do that. I've been encouraging you, you know, to do that. So those things, there is where you want the message. You want the message, but you don't like the messenger. So just kind of reevaluate. Because I feel like if we're showing you, telling you who they are, I really want somebody to tell me how do I identify? Them? How can I tell you, know, I'm with a clique, you know, I'm with my posse, I'm with my entourage. But I want you also to be able to know, look at some of your top singers, somebody like Beyonce, when she broke away from Distance Child. Look at some of your other guy, you know, singers that went out on their own. Because you have to be able to know and confident enough to know in your decision, can I stand alone? If I make this decision, can I stand alone? That everybody, you know, what they say, it you are is you are as wise or as negative as your five best friends. It's in a majority of every book that we Demetrius and I have read. You are who you hang around, and until that you can identify. You know, when you start identifying, me, you looking at your friends. I tell you what: do a friend inventory. Do what this person add to your life? That if I, Demetrius, and I were to do an inventory, like what do we add to each other's life? Have it made us better, or are we staying the same? Are we complacent? Is this person bringing out the best in me, or is this person bringing out the worst in me? Okay, if this person bringing out the worst in me. How can I make a decision even though I know I love them and I feel like I've invested so much time? A lot of us will not make, you know, the decision that Demetrius talking about, that hard decision. is because we're looking at the time. We're sharing the good memories. Even though we know this person is toxic for us, we still allow ourselves to stay. Even though we know these friends, oh, they only use me because I got a car. They only use me because I always have money. But when it's your turn to go out to eat, when it's your turn to do that, what kind of level are they giving you the same A1 service? Or are they taking you and giving you the bare minimum? And a lot of us are sell- selling it in friendships. We're selling, it, selling it in business. We're selling on our job. Because we're so vested in the time we don't spent at one place. And I'm going to leave you with this quote. Sometimes God has allowed us to only be a glimpse, a vacation at one place, but we didn't made it our destination. And I want you to think about that. A destination is where you're going. Some of you all are on little mini breaks and you didn't stayed way over your time because you invested in the time and the memories. But you need to look at your reality and say, hey, I've been right here. For five years I can't keep blaming somebody and beaches, I think you talk a lot about that everybody wants somebody to blame
0: yes I do and uh I've been of them people too I blame when I had made mistakes in my life I blame the person that I'm dealing with I have blamed my mama my friends I blame my wife Girl, future I mean not future girlfriends. Girls, friends I had in the past. I blamed them for things that I did. But only till I lost my job. Once I lost my job, and I blamed the job for firing me. Every day fault. And I, this preacher. His name was Pastor Bell. Rest in peace, Pastor Bell. Rest in peace, Pastor Bell. Peace, Pastor Bell. He talked to me. And because everybody, everybody, you know, I always believe in God, however, hell. But I wasn't going to church or nothing. I wasn't saying my prayer like I should. But when you lose some, somebody takes some from you, oh, you going to get on your knees then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I ain't came out my knees since then. But make a story short here, I was blaming the job for firing me. And once I realized, I fired myself. I became happy again. You gotta realize now, I was miserable. But once I blamed myself, I took responsibility myself and blamed myself for doing it. I became a happy man again. I didn't have my job back. But I knew I had control of my life. I had a choice. did nobody influence me, I had a choice. And I I see people right now that go through life experiences, they're always blaming somebody you just took time to blame yourself and realize everything going on in your life, it's your fault. It ain't the person's fault. It's your fault. And when you, and you've realized that, you can fix it. You can't fix nobody else. But you can fix you. So don't blame your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Oh, she's cheating on me. She's doing this. Him. She stole my money. You allowed that hell. happen. It ain't no fault. It ain't his fault. You blame yourself for it. And you fix it. And when I'm telling you, when you blame yourself, you're going to feel better because you're going to realize I'm in control. Don't get nobody in control of your life. Get your power. Take your power back. I'm going to give you my power a couple of times. Worst thing I ever did in my life. But I got my power. You ain't taking it from me no more. I got a charge. Anything that I do, I got a charge to do 55. I do 105. I got a choice. I got a choice to stay where I'm at or go leave my wife or stay with them. I got a choice. And I'm gonna stay with my wife. I got a good wife. A lot of y'all men that got good women, and a lot of y'all women got good men. But you let them, yes, people get in your head. So you taking blame for going on, and fix the problem with your husband or or your wife. That's the best thing to do, blame yourself, and then you can fix anything you need to do it ain't never it's always your fault because you had a choice you let it get out of hand like your house payment you got a choice to pay your house payment on time or you don't if you don't make your house payment they're going to take your house from you. you don't make them but you had a charge to pay them so you can't blame the house people the banks you blame yourself so that's how relationship goes to me that, this is my this is my life experience And I I learned, once I understood to blame myself for stuff going on in my life, my whole whole life, my whole life changed. So, Angela, I'm just going to leave it as him. Everybody who's going through stuff in their life, for you to start blaming somebody, go walk in the bathroom, look in the mirror, and tell me what you see, for you blame somebody. Hi, you have
1: just joined in to the episode of the Lee Life Experiences with Angela and Demetrius Lee. Listen, do you want to text us? You can text us right now and being able to get on our list for all updates and being able to see are we coming to us now? I you. 833-370-1608. Put relationships in the message box. And remember, if you text, I can text you back. All right. Demetrius, where are we going today?
0: Uh, we just got through talking about yes people and no people mm-hmm. so now we're going to take it to the fraud I'm not a fraud you know. and I guess everybody <laughs> sitting out there saying what are you talking about I'm not a fraud well I'm gonna tell you a little story about the fraud uh they've been told to me several times with different people but I'm gonna share it with you if you don't know about i gonna tell you you take a fraud you put him on the stove. You got two water. you got a you got a pot of cold water, hot water. You pick that frog with some hot water, drop him in the hot water, he'll jump, slap out of there, out the dough he go. But you take that frog and you put him in that cold water, warm like, you know, room temperature water, I say, he'll lay back and do backflip. He'll swim on his back, chill out, relax. And you turn the heat up on him. Sure, he'll keep doing the same thing. Before you know it, you got a little hot, all the way to go. And that frog will stay in that water, the hot water, and die before you jump out of there. And we need to say all that, a relationship like that. People stay in relationship too long. They're staying until they die, until the relationship, or too, it, 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 it just they're getting nowhere to go. Instead of just jumping out of that frog in the hot water, just go and get out of it, you see where it's going, like, women getting beat. You know, somebody's like that. Man beating on you. You know, your child abusing your kids. But y'all just stay there around now. Like a frog. You just stay there and let them turn the temperature on you. But me, I'm going to jump out. All right. Um, when you're talking about <clears throat> staying in a
1: relationship um, too long or when it's time to get out, I, I'm just going to... I can only speak for Angie. and <laughs> So... Uh, it was some relationships that I had um even from my time with you when i when I first started, and even um, some of my encounters or some of my entanglements uh on after we were separated, I mean divorce uh, that I don't know why I stayed, you know, and this this it's one particular one that I know that I knew I stayed in too long. But it was, like, the experience, I don't know if it was, I was addicted to the adrenaline rush. It was, like, the more he did, the more I tried to forgive, and I was contributing my age. I was, like, I'm too old to start over, and I was in my 30s. I was, like, you know, I don't feel like going back out there, being single again, so, you know, uh, you know the what I told you, Miss Betty Mae Gallatin. Shout out to Miss Betty Mae and Chunk Gallatin of in South Carolina. She had told me a long, many years prior when I was with you, when I was we was dating, and she said, uh, "You better love what you got." And when she said that, I didn't quite understand. You remember me telling you that?
0: Yes, I do. Was it was it
1: something similar to that I said? It's-
0: yeah. You better you told me you say you better keep what you got. Love what you got and keep what you got. But if you said, it wasn't about the, that battling on you what you got, you think there but it ain't grand and green on the other side. I think that's what you're yeah. trying to tell you.
1: Yeah, and she like I said, she told me that like many years I i I had was like out of high school at that time. But I didn't quite understand what those words were, were meaning to me. Um and you know, like I say, <laughs> as you grow you will experience, and by that time, that I was, you know, in these relationships, and I couldn't understand, like, if I was, I had my own place to stay, I had my own job, I was, had newly graduated, newly, you know, a nurse, I was not um, exposed to what nurse's um, salary could have potentially been, and so I still was, uh, you know, kind of, I was living out from Fuji, Fuji was my had, you know, my job prior to me becoming a nurse, and I still had that kind of mentality. Instead of me looking for something that was more in my range, I settled. Even when they showed me that they had cheating behaviors, I settled. Even from going through phones, um, catching multiple lies, not coming, not answering, people sending me stuff, I settled. Because I did not feel like going back out there, I kept feeling like if this person was a, a experienced, a woman of my caliber. Listen, ladies, you cannot make a man be a man, and you cannot make a man identify you if you don't have your self worth. I don't care how what your status is, what kind of education you have. If you are allowing somebody to mistreat you until you realize it they're going to keep on doing it so again when demetrius saying staying in relationships yes i was a fraud i stayed in relationships way too long because i felt like i didn't want to get back out there that was my excuse what you think about that demetrius Yeah,
0: well, that's a good i understand you come from i had some like similar same thing Inconvenience. they come. Let me use the word convenience. They was convenience because they was <laughs> they was close by. Yeah, convenience. But yeah, I say the same. I understand how you're going with that. But I had the same kind of situation. Once again, it went with Angela. It was with another young lady I was dealing with, and I stayed in the relationship too long. You know, she had my power. Gave my power to it. For one thing gave my power away, and I little felt like she was in control of me. But she never, oh, but I didn't think that. But I was, I was, I was done on my part. That wasn't small to me. But I, you know, I, lived, I did that a couple of times. Sometimes it worked. but this time it didn't work. It didn't work for me. So I stayed too long. And I was being the frog then, I was the frog. I lost my job, I'm telling you about I lost my job. I had lost my job. And I was and out. Like once again, like I said, this person here, I'm, they run about themselves. They weren't thinking about me. They're you know, they trying to get their career together. And, and they needed help from me. And I couldn't help. Them. I, ain't, I, I ain't making no money no more. And the preacher, all, the pastor told me, you got people around you that ain't good for you. He said, I, I can't tell you who they are, but you're going to know. And like I say, I about to, I, I about to die in that water. But when I, when I lost my job, they woke me up. God made me wake up. I woke up, and I jumped, slap out that water. I ain't been to sit around with nobody and let them think I'm a Joe Sausage head, make a fool out of me. I, I can't go out like that. You know, is me, and Joe Sausage head, where is that terminology? Where is it? What is that? Joe Sausage head came to my mama. Her name Catherine Lee, and she, she, made, she was telling me all the time, you ain't no Joe Sausage head ain't you, Basically, you ain't no sucker, no Joe soldier head, a potato head. So, you know, I ain't been sitting around and let you turn the heat up on me and I'm going to die in the water. I'm coming out of there. So y'all in relationship out there right now, you got a, a man that's beating on you. I mean, disrespecting you from your kids, saying bad language to you, and you can't get in the chain. You keep staying there, you're going to die. Come out of there. Don't sit there and let him turn the heat up. You sit in that water and get comfortable. He turn it, turn it, turn it till it get hot. You're going to die. Come out of there. Men got women like that. They're going around. They know their wife cheating on them, but they're trying to stay with them. Praying for the best. Oh, they're going to quit. She's not going to quit. I mean, you got a choice. Come out of that. Man, live, man. leave. come out. A woman. You got a man. he going with all these women. You raising these kids, cheating on you. You getting these bad thoughts in your head. You want to hurt this man. You ain't got to hurt that man. You got a choice. Remember these words I'm saying. Choice. Come out of there. Leave. Don't you never let yourself sit there like a frog in some lukewarm water until I'm trying to heat for you to die. Turn that water hot. When you hit that hot water, jump out of there. They got places for you to go. Just come out of there, get your child, and y'all leave. I know it's easy what I'm saying, but it's a way out. It's a way out. They got places to help you, and I had the numbers, I give them to you, but they got places to help you get out of that. So don't sit around with men or women. Come out of there. Same thing with a job. You get a job. You know the man doing you wrong on the job. They ain't doing you right. Why are you going to sit around there? You need more money. You're going to just sit around and just down on that job. Go better yourself. Come out of there. Hey, I want to say this episode is sponsored by Dialing Iwell. Activate your alter ego with Dialing Iwell and start seeing life through a different set of lenses. Shot down now, will. tell them Angela, Demetrius Lee sent you. All right. <clears throat> you just
1: said something that was kind of profound to me that, um, that I talk on my lives and I have always kind of been an advocate for. When you stand in situations, as far as your job, I'm only talking about the job situation that so many I did that as well I remember my very very first job oh my goodness my very first job and I see everybody was jumping and ship. you know they was everybody was leaving I wanted to be the land the last man even though I knew they was mistreating me even though you know even the lady who was training me she was like Angie I don't know why but you know I'm letting you know they mistreating you and she said, and I feel bad because she was part of, when I'm saying minority, she was part of the minority because she was in a, you know, a lesbian relationship. And she was like, you know, she know what it feels like to be discriminated against. Um, and she said, Angie, and I'm witnessing it, you know, to you. And all she had ever pushed me, So, but I ended up staying. And so because I stayed, because I did not want to make a move, because I see they wasn't changing my schedule, or they'll tell me they changed it. And guess what? They gave me the same schedule working in the middle of the night. Even when I told them, hey, I don't like driving in the middle of the night. But I stayed. And so you know what ended up happening? I ended up getting fired. My very first, when when I tell people or urge people, that in the state of South Carolina, they don't have to have uh, a reason to fire you. They can just fire you, and you can pull it up. So even when, even on my exit, when they had that exit review, and I I said on there, I would have did the same thing over again. But I was a new nurse, and, you know, I'm trying to be a loyalty because I've been there. But I stayed even when I knew in my heart and my guts are good. And I'm telling you, it crippled me that that's tainted me. And I think that's the reason why I'm such a workhorse now is because I workaholic now is because I never want to be at the beacon call of anybody that can come and change my livelihood. That's the reason why I work multiple jobs. That's the reason why I'm always trying different adventures, because what 50 Cent say, get rich or die trying, is because I never was going to let somebody cut the lights off on me and my lifestyle, just because I was too complacent for being a fraud. <laughs> Hi, you have enjoyed this episode of the Lee Life Experiences with Angie and Demetrius Lee. Listen, have you decided to text us yet? Text us at 833-370-1608. Put relationship in your message box. That way to get on our list, not just our ordinary list, but our VIP list of any updates, anything that we're doing, any meetups. Uh, possible getting your topic heard on the lead life experiences and giving you our perspective on how we would handle the situation. Listen, we are not licensed therapists, we are not psychologists. We're just giving you, hey, our life experiences opinion. And some of the information has been modified to protect the identity of the participant. Slowly, he doesn't recognize the danger he's in. He just keeps going along with the changes in his surroundings. Eventually, we can turn up the burner to a deadly boil. He will just keep trying to adjust with it. By the time he realizes it's killing him, it's too late. He won't notice the time because he just keeps changing himself to go along with the changes in his surroundings. That's it, Demetrius, how did you, I, I feel like we can give the people a visual, give the people a visual of um, what the fraud looked like, because some of them might not know. Some people don't always know, like, when I'm, they in a certain situation. They can give you advice out their situation, I am mean, off everybody else's situation, though. Have you noticed those kind of people? They can tell you everything that you doing wrong in your relationship, but they have no clue on the things that they encountering. They have no advice to give you over some of your some of their um, heart situation, challenges situation, other inconvenience.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say just I like to tell a little story. Go ahead. Go go with that frog. I don't know everybody heard the man say the temperature. The Fall didn't know it. He just stayed there and died. But I had a friend, a girl like that one time, years ago. And she was gone with this dude. And she was trying to hang it with him. The dude they really want him. I know he didn't want him. I told her that. But she stayed with him. And the dude going to all kind of women. You know what I mean? They weren't married now. She just hung around with him, just kept on, and I say to her, "Just go on by your business. The man, don't want you. You know it ain't gonna work." But cause you know she's probably saying, "Who you think you is? I, I want to get this man." But I knew it wasn't gonna happen. I'm a man. I know. I know what a man love a woman. What he gonna do? He got respect for her. The dude didn't respect her. But she stayed in that way now, hogging the wedding for probably by eight or nine years. And one day the dude got married. Broke her heart. He didn't marry her. Oh. That's mm. for sure. Wow. Yeah. And and I was being the man to tell the truth. And she said, she told me, you tried to tell me. But I wouldn't listen. Her heart was broke.
1: And she it kinda like
0: time. So I, say what I said again?
1: She had invested the time. So uh, I, I believe the way to unpack that is like, why did she stay though? What was, what was, what was her reason? The, I'm sure she seen the signs. I'm sure she was aware,
0: but something was the connection. I believe she had people around her. Yes, people around her. Tell her, you know, she can get him. I don't want to probably tell her. It ain't going to work. You but know? you would be considered a yes
1: person though. You could be considered a no-person. no. Oh, I
0: want a yes person. I would tell you it wasn't gonna work. But somebody like, round up over a yes person. Yes, with me. But that's what I'm saying. You were just one
1: in there. So if if it was me and I was in a situation, which I was, um, Shout out to my prayer partner, Hunter Martin Dawson, who used to tell me, he was like, Angie, I don't like uh, seeing their car in your um, where you in your yard overnight with dew on the windshield. I didn't want to hear it. So I
0: avoided them. So that's what I'm saying. But when you got people come to you and tell you something, you got you to know how to distinguish who care about you, love you, Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, my mama loved me. She's not been telling me nothing wrong. The woman loved me out of heart. Yeah. So she's going to tell me the truth. So I know that. I got some friends that I trust like that. They're not going to tell me nothing wrong. But this person, yeah, you know, I love this person. Now I'm trying to tell her the truth. But I be some of them in her camp, because her circle was a little bigger than It was a bigger, <laughs> than, it was a bigger than, I was, you know, circle I have, a little bigger. So she had somebody around her and I hope this dude was gonna be with her. Yeah, but the dude had no touch. He never did. She sit in that water like a frog and died in it. And I don't know she ever recuperated from that. But I see her sometime now. She she looked like she she's still in that water. Even though he gone on and have married somebody else, she's still in the water. I think she is. I mean, she can't. It, it, it did some to her. I was a devastating a devastating blow to that woman. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I can relate because even even though you and I had went on, um, I didn't know it at the time. Some, you know, a guy had told me. He was like, Angie, even though Demetrius gone, you still have a place for him. And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. You know, and you don't realize it until you look back on it, like, oh, I see why they said that. But a uh, pastor, um, shout out to Reverend, Reverend Kimberly Moore, Fresh Fire um, in Gastonia, North Carolina. Uh, I went to a church. When I finally did have those moments, uh, uh, those I call them valid moments. You remember I used to tell you, Demetrius, everybody going to have a fall from grace moment. That you know, talking about your job. I used to always encourage you, everybody, a lot of people, not all, a lot of people don't um, have they fall from grace come to God because they want to. A lot of us go to God because it's the only thing that's left. And when we fall from grace, and when I call it fall from grace, I'm saying after you have did everything you want to do, did all the drugs, drunk all the liquor, beer and wine, and shot yourself up with drugs, we got with women, men, the ups and the downs. Then got broke, had money, wasted money, got broke. We you, at your bottom week when you feel like it's nowhere else to go. That's when so many people get to God, and I'm saying because I had my encounter as well. And when you have that fall from grace, it's one of your worst moments of your life. You feel like you almost about to die because you have um connected yourself with the stuff you know with the job with the car that you that got re, re, repossessed with the house that you do lost with the relationship that he done broke up or she done broke up and then left you abandoned and because of those situations then you have nobody else to the out to god like god what have i done and i remember having that fall uh, from grace moment and i remember going and uh Reverend uh, Moore told me, Dr. Reverend Moore, she told me, and she said, Angie, she said, people, you are sitting on a bus, and every time people get off and get on, you saving that seat for somebody. You not even sliding over for nobody else to get on the seat with you. She said, the the bus making all kind of stops. She said, and the bus going somewhere, but you can't even recognize it. Because you too preoccupied with holding this seat, Demetrius, that's why I when I say me came and and more, i i I enjoyed traveling to go see her because she she gave me my revelation. She is you know one of the um, pastors that I trusted to me to get me on my spiritual journey. She's I, I, I when I'm saying overdose <clears throat> into her cities, into her her um, ministry. I did, and I used to travel and take a group of ladies with me to go hear her. So I know what is, I know what you mean about the frog. I didn't realize at the time, but I was that frog sitting on the bus. And like she said, I was not moving over. I couldn't see no anybody else. When people say, oh, I'm always attracting married men, or I'm always attracting men that are attached, that's because you didn't put that label on your head. And what you speak, you're gonna attract. Whatever you say to yourself, what what you're saying is the Whether you um whether you win or whether you lose, they're, they're pers- both of those people, right?
0: You know that saying. Whatever you think. What do you think? I'm got lost a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. What I think, then what? When I make sure I'm following you. The right. quote.
1: The quote. If you
0: think you're gonna win, you're gonna win. Oh no, yeah. Lose, no yeah. <laughs> If you, if you if you think you're right, you're right. You think you if you think you're wrong, you're wrong. Uh, basically, that's what I was saying, like that. Yeah. I'm gonna add to that. I'm gonna say, relationship. One thing I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna talk about myself. I can't talk for everybody out there, but one thing I can tell you. I love Demetrius Antonio Lee Senior. That's me if you don't love yourself you'll do anything you got to love yourself if you don't love yourself you'll steal you'll cheat you'll kill love yourself don't worry about the other person love you don't even worry about that that's the least of your worry you love yourself and believe in yourself and god gonna take you there don't be that fraud because that frog evidently didn't love himself. He didn't sit there. He felt that water getting hot. Uh, he said, oh, it'd be all right. Shoot, it, it feel kind of good to him in that water. Stayed until he died. No, sir. Love yourself. That's the main thing I can tell anybody out there. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. And you'll you make the right decision. You'll make the right decision in life.
1: mm, what
0: are we looking at now? we good yeah I like to say you uh, get somebody some love this episode is sponsored by Don and Outwear. activate your all the ego with Don Iwell and, and start seeing life through a different set of lenses shot do and dot tell them Angelo and do Lee sent you.
1: Hi, everyone. I hope you have enjoyed this episode so far. You are here with the Lee Life Experiences. And remember, if you want to get your topics discussed or get our opinion or our perspective, join us. at takes us at 833-370-1608 and put relationships in comments.